0: For most of us, work is a sad affair. We are confused about it, disconnected from it, or simply over it. Fulfillment, lasting success, and a sense of purpose are rarely found. And yet we deserve them, because happy work is not just a possibility, it is a right. Welcome to the Human Value Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we explore a new take on a better work reality and how we can all achieve it.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Human Value Entrepreneurship Podcast.
0: But today it's a little different, right? It is a little different. Yeah.
1: We're doing something that's kind of going to be a little bit of a series because, say, an insurance agency, a person that's in the industry, they're like, why or how am I supposed to bring my potential into my business? I'm just an insurance agent. Mm. And that makes my ears bleed when I hear anybody say, I'm just a blah, blah, blah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So... Um, That series that we want to start today, right, is like, how are people who are actually working out there, how are they supposed to apply any, you know, mindful, purposeful, uh, you know, routine in their work when they believe they're just here to do their job, right? Mm So the separation between who we are as a person and who we are as, you know, professionals. Right. Um, We draw a line there. We we disagree with that. We disagree with that strongly.
1: Yeah, because if you've listened to our show, you know that we're like, we're one individual, a human being that lives one life. Therefore, your personal and your professional life is one and the same. In case some listeners out there don't know, I am very much in the insurance industry. A lot of our clients happen to be in insurance or finance. And what we see is pretty tough. Again, for those of you that are in insurance, Insurance, you understand this term called Me Too, a Me Too copy of this company. Well, we see nothing but Me Too copies of each other.
0: Clowns. Clones. Clones,
1: one agency after one another, just the same thing with the same carriers also.
0: You cannot differentiate uh, insurance agents no. except for price carriers, you know, that they represent special offers but all those reasons they're just like not good enough they're not good enough to keep a business going they're not good enough emotionally for yourself because they all reduce your work to a product to an offer but we're not here to offer products, right? No. This is what really this series is about. How can you apply your own self, which is more than a product, in your work?
1: Okay, the question I get a lot, Olivier, and I, I turn this over to you is like, how is an insurance agent supposed to embrace their potential and serve their purpose with insurance?
0: Insurance, huh? Well, I mean, it applies. The same applies to everyone, but now in, in insurance, of course. People tend to think that they are reduced to selling policies, right? Right. Insurance policies. So they say, like, what what kind of leeway do I have? I'm just here to, you know, wrap the the products that my carriers give me. Yeah. Wrap them, bundle them, and sell them. So that is literally what I'm doing. now. If you do that, you reach just a sales outlet for things that will happen with or without you.
1: You could literally trade out what it is that you're doing yeah. at that point.
0: When we reduce our work to the things we do, to the things the industry does, we all become clones.
1: Very rarely do you have individuals that stand out because they have embraced who they are and decided, you know what? I'm going to run my business the way I do my life. Yeah, and this is how. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No separation between. So no separation. What, what person you are, and that requires knowing who you are, what would that person do in insurance? How would that person see insurance? How would that person build and, and run an insurance agency, how would that person, you know, offer insurance? All those things are left out just because we think, oh, that's how we do it. So I'm just going to do it, but a little cheaper and a little louder. And then that's what yeah. happens. That's... You know, in insurance, most things I see is marketing.
1: Yeah, it's all marketing. It's never any thoughtfulness. But it's, again, it's not the agent's fault, right? They've just, they're just they just doing what... Everyone else in the market is doing.
0: Yeah, but, you know, that's where I think it is their fault because it's a conscious decision we make, even though we don't think it's conscious.
1: Or we don't know or realize that we're making that decision.
0: But why did you get into insurance in the first place? Why do you believe that insurance is a necessity? It is something, it's a basic right. It's something that you think you're equipped to sell people so that something in their life changes for the better. There needs to be a conviction, a personal conviction you have. And that conviction, it's not enough to say like, oh, I I really believe in the products I'm selling. Because, (laughs) right?
1: (laughs) But, you know, it's interesting you say that, though. Most people stumble into insurance. But I still think, and we still think, it's not by accident.
0: When people do things just for the sake of doing They forget why they're doing it. There's a reason why you stumble into insurance. Is it to take care of people? Well, then take care of people. Is it to, you know, make the world a better place? Is it to share something that you believe in? Is it something that you're convinced of?
1: Okay, I ask you, what if they got into insurance because they just, they said, or they heard, hey, this is a good way to make money.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I think that applies to a lot of people. It does. Same reason why we have a boom in a, you know, of real estate agents, right? And people in finances and loans and whatnot, because it's an opportunity. I uh, guess what? If we do that, we let money be the deciding factor for how we're going to lead our lives. Do you want to be the servant to money or do you want money to serve you,
1: That is a fundamental question.
0: So go out there, like take a minute and think about like, why am I in insurance? Why am I in insurance? Think long about it and try to find a personal motivation that lives outside of the boundaries of finance, uh, status, fame, glory, the industry. No, something that's Personal. What is your personal connection to the job you're doing in insurance right now? Are you providing the world with a value that lives outside of the policy? Because if not, if the policy goes away, if the carrier pulls out, what are you left with? Mm-hmm. Nothing. But here's a test. Here's a test. Imagine all your carriers pulled out today. And all you have left to offer is your own self. That's all that is left. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to look for another product? Or are you going to bring yourself in and say like, okay, okay, I can do this. Because the reason why I'm in this hasn't changed. Products will come back. Products will change. But what I can offer, you know, the kind of connection, the kind of, you know, advice, the kind of experience that I have built, that's irreplaceable. It is. And
1: that is the one thing that, You need to ask yourself because most of the time, and I see it every single day, agents walk into the office another day, Mm -hmm. another policy, there's turnover, I can't find good people to work for me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of those things are a symptom of an underlying factor, which is you probably hate what you're doing. You're doing sad work. It doesn't motivate you. It doesn't make you happy. It doesn't make the environment that you put together happy. Well, what do you expect? But if you ask yourself, hey, yeah, if one day all of my appointments were terminated, all of a sudden I couldn't sell insurance anymore... Would your clients stick around? Would they even say like, hey, uh, you know, XYZ agent, how can we help you mm-hmm. so that your office c- uh, remains here? Yeah. There are companies yeah. where the consumer, the client will actually help because of the value that they bring.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- because when you bring real value, your value lives outside of the product. So if the product changes, gets up or downgraded or side graded or disappears, whatever... The experience stays. People remember you for your uh, human actions and they will be like, okay, I get it. I can't have this anymore. The offer has changed. That's fine. But because you offer that experience, that experience that speaks louder than marketing, louder than the product, people will stick around because they want to know how can you still keep helping them. Mm -hmm. Because now you're part of a community. And because now you have created a relationship. And relationships, okay, relationships, that applies to any kind of small business, large business, all businesses, relationships. Ask yourself, is your relationship in insurance with your clients solely based on an insurance contract? Then your relationships are not valid. They're exposed, they're vulnerable, and they're non-human.
1: I can actually cite a very good example, and I bet you it will resonate with all of you. You sell the policy, boom, you got your commission, you got your broker fee, Where, depending on the state, bye, done. Maybe you might send them a text message on renewal, maybe, but for all you care is like, is it still enforced? Sometimes you don't even realize if the policy is canceled or not because you don't care.
0: Exactly. And even if you say you care, you still don't care.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: And and that is the whole thing. The The job of marketing is to make it seem, make it look like you care, right? Because then you can close deals. You get leads and you can close deals and you get into the whole referral thing that, you know, that's for some other time to talk about. But how many real human connections have you created in your working day where people look at you, not at the product, they look at you. You made a promise. You showed up. You made this as an experience. We're not part of the family. You have to allow for your clients to be part of your family. And what does family do? Yeah, family is annoying. Family comes when you least <laughs> expect it. Family, you know, invades your house and eats your food and hangs around.
1: That's family. That's family, but it's you experience. Have,
0: and that is a true open-door policy to your clients. And even in insurance. If agents in insurance can find the heart to bring themselves into the business and open those doors and be like, look, I'm a human being. I believe in safety. I believe, I believe in feeling safe. I believe in, you know, having the confidence of knowing like, you know, if something happens, you know, someone will take care of me. And I want to stand for that. And I'm going to create an agency that is built around that feeling, around that emotion. And I will show it in my actions, not just in my products. I will show it. I will offer classes. I will offer fundraisers. I will offer events. I will offer all kinds of things that live outside of the product where people can really realize, oh, he is or she is for real. Yeah. Uh, Then you have Created a new market. You now live yeah. outside of the insurance market. You're now in the market, insurance market of you.
1: As I'm sure you're writing this shit down, but I'm telling yeah. you, don't write this shit down and then copy it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You yeah, have yeah. to find out
1: what it is <laughs> that point. you can deliver. What is your value? And you yeah. do that by understanding this is my potential. And when we talk about potential, listen to one of the first couple episodes. We break it down. It's not about like, oh, potential, like I have the potential to do blah, blah. No, it's something that is very unique to you, and you need to rediscover it because it's been there and you felt it. Oh, yeah.
0: Of yeah. course. Once you know, if you know who you are, right, which means like, oh, I, I know exactly what my potential is. And you now realize, okay, I want to express my potential in insurance. Yep. You know?
1: Which we've had clients we'll say, very, they very still do. very, very
0: valid it. point. Very valid point. However, potential, personal potential will never subject itself to a product. We'll say like, no. My potential is, you know, to create, you know, a certain kind of emotion in the people I touch, and now I reduce myself to a product mm-hmm. that the neighbor is selling no. to, and the guy across as well, and everybody at the convention too. No, you have to be clear that you are the only one who can offer what you offer. And at the heart of your offering, of course, there's a product. Of course, there's a policy. Sure. But, you know, it's like when you buy a car, you don't buy the car. You buy everything that the car stands for, everything that's around the car, the cosmos, around the car, the feeling, the, the, the experience around the car. That's what you buy. If you guys don't get that you're not here to sell products and sell services, you're in a dark yeah. place. Because anyone who has a cheaper offer than you, does better marketing, is a nicer person than you, will just outrun you. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be the goal to outprice, outrun, outcompete people. No, just show up as yourself, build an insurance company or agency that really stands for what you stand for.
1: And not just this like marketing stuff that it looks cool on social media. You actually have to do it from the core. And even if you already have an agency (laughs) or hell, if an insurance carrier is listening to this, even if you already have a company set up, you can still reframe it in a way that brings your potential and your value into the world. Of course. I mean, it's really not that hard. You just have to actually go through the journey.
0: Go through the journey. Yes, the depth of the journey is like, you really have to understand who you are. And, and Vera, you said something that's very important. Marketing, okay? I, I've i had, you know, my fair amount of encounters with insurance people over the last couple of years. Thanks that's to you. That's all my fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks to you, thanks to the work we do. But I have noticed that two words are always top of mind. Sales and everything that comes with sales, right? Leads and referrals and all that stuff. And then marketing, right? Those two go hand in hand. And I'm here to tell you that these things are the least of your worries. It's the last thing on your mind. It's the last thing. The sale and the marketing, that's like the, the lacquer, the finish over the stain and the paint. First, you need to prime. First, you need the thing at the very core. And then you can think about, okay, What is our sales strategy and what is the the marketing we're going to use so that people can experience that value? But guys, if there's no value, there's nothing to sell and there's nothing to market. Okay? Stop painting over bullshit. Exactly. Use marketing to elevate something that's real. Something that people want, something that people crave. People do not crave insurance policies. They do not.
1: No, most people test insurance. But they they can buy it anywhere. And they can buy it anywhere.
0: But they want something from you that only you can offer. And that's what you have to scream out into the world. That's where you need marketing, you know, to make Mm -hmm. that visible. (laughs) <laughs> can, can you imagine if that was happening everywhere? We
1: have some clients that have gone through this process. They came to us. We we took them on that journey. And, and let me tell you, it was like soul-wrenching. Who am I? I need to bring it out. and
0: We ripped spines out.
1: We, we ripped spines out and then put them back in, apparently, is what
0: one of them said. Well, we readjust them first. Yeah,
1: it's like a chiropractic adjustment, really. But the thing is, now, when they wake up and they go to work... And they face difficult decisions. They have to talk about marketing, et cetera. It's a joy.
0: Mm. It's not always
1: going to be hunky-dory, oh, my God, rainbow stars. No. no. But the decision-making is easy because you're clear on who you are, yes. on what you want to deliver to your customers or potential customers or hell, anyone that just crosses your yeah. path. That is the biggest difference. So I don't know. I mean, you know what? My experience in the insurance industry has been that this stuff will fall on your ears and you'll get all motivated and then not do shit. I'm sorry to be so blunt, but I beg you, I dare you to actually do something about this and start living a life that promotes happy life, happy work.
0: As an insurance agent, it is more than possible. You're actually entitled to it. But you have to step forward and, you know, take matters into hand. Don't let the industry and the people who came before you dictate how things have to be done. Be your own person and create your own market and you will be golden.
1: If you like what you heard and you want to continue on the path towards achieving your own happy work, make sure to subscribe so you can get notified of weekly episodes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for at The Why Story.